Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. No Mike Sempervivi here today. He is on a one-day vacation. We'll be back tomorrow. Well, we got a lot to talk about here on the show, and of course, you are always welcome to be today's co-host. You can give us a call toll-free, 844-411-5411. That is toll-free, 844-411-5411. We're taking your phone calls and text messages all day here today. Text message line, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. All of these numbers available on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. Dave Meltzer will be joining us as always in the second segment of the show to talk the new edition of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. As far as news today, we have got the lineup for tonight's Tribute to the Troops show on the USA Network. As everybody is well aware, it is WWE week here. And I have a question for everybody. If you saw the NXT show last night that aired on the USA Network, not the not the one that aired on the WWE Network, the USA Network version. If you saw that show, I want to know your thoughts on it. It was a little different than the show that aired on WWE Network. I believe they cut out the Ember Moon match. But I was told that it looked really good on USA. And so I want to hear what your thoughts are on that. Because this could be a story. Could be down the road as WWE moves into negotiations for a new television deal. That who knows, they may offer NXT to the USA Network. If it were me, if I were Vince McMahon, when I was heading into this new television deal, I would be attempting to basically switch out an hour of Raw for NXT. And I'm not saying two hours of Raw, one hour of NXT on Monday. I think that's a bad idea. What I would say was, listen, let's do two hours of Raw Monday two hours SmackDown Tuesday and we'll also give you NXT on Wednesday so you're still getting six hours of programming but we're getting rid of the three hour Raw that would be what I would be trying to push I don't know if that's what they're going to do but that would be my idea we can talk more about this and all of the other news coming up after the break Wrestling Observer Live Hey Travelers Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. 
Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Actually, he's not here today. I'm just used to saying that. But he'll be back tomorrow. Got a lot to get into here today. Before we get into the news, first off, I want to wish a happy birthday to my buddy Rob. He's a daily listener to this show. Been listening for a long time and eventually... Walked right into our jiu-jitsu studio and started classes, and now he's over here every every third or fourth Sunday for a WWE pay-per-view. Great guy, so a happy birthday to Rob here today. Also want to mention, if you head up to my Twitter right now, I'm going to do a couple of plugs during the show, but I'm going to make them very quick so as not to bore you, but they do apply to professional wrestling. If you go to my Twitter right now, at Brian Alvarez, you can check out the Indiegogo page for my wife's nonprofit Whale Scout doing our annual fundraiser, and if you head up there, check out the video that she created, and then scroll down to the perks, and among the perks are 10 signed copies of the new Death of WCW. If you've not yet read the book, or if you'd like an autographed copy, we are going to be selling, basically selling, I mean, you you make a donation to the fundraiser, and then you can choose a perk, and if you donate enough, you can choose the death. I think they're $30 for the books, but autographed copy of Death of WCW. Ten copies are available, so head up there and check it out. The link is in my Twitter. Once again, that's at Brian Alvarez. Check out the Indiegogo. Scroll down, and those perks are available. A lot of other great perks as well. If you have a friend or family member that's interested in Wales, boy, is this the fundraiser for you? Because there's a lot of great stuff up there. 
It is a 501c3, so everything that you donate is 100% tax deductible. And later on in the show, I'm going to tell you how you can donate, and your tax-deductible donation will get you either a slot on the Brian and Vinny show or a TLM-103 mic that has been used here in the studio. I've donated that. It will be auctioned off as well. So I'll give you that information later on here in the show. Text message here. Any update on NXT's ratings on the USA Network last night? Not yet, but it is possible we'll get those before this show ends. Usually right around 1 Pacific, 4 Eastern is when those numbers come in. So if we get them, we'll tell you what they are here on the show. Otherwise, we'll talk about them tomorrow. We do have the ratings for Raw and SmackDown. Raw, down 4% from last week, 2.68 million viewers. It is the lowest watched show since the June 12th episode, my birthday, by the way, that went up against the NBA playoffs, which would make it the lowest number since the revitalization of Raw with a strong series of building pay-per-view main events in the late summer and fall. In this case, the attempt to avoid what happened last week with the huge third-hour turnoff was done by putting the climax of Roman Reigns versus Cesaro, as well as Ambrose versus Joe and Kane versus Braun, all in the third hour. So the good news is the third hour barely dropped. They went from a 2.61 to a 2.57. That's the good news. The bad news is the huge drop was hour one to hour two, where they fell from 2.88 in the first hour, which is really bad, actually, to 2.61 in the second hour. It was the second lowest rated second hour of Raw ever, only beating the episode that went against the Trump-Clinton debate in 2016, which means it was not even below hour two on July 4th in the past, which is traditionally like the worst night ever to try to draw ratings for Raw. SmackDown, this is what's interesting about SmackDown. The ratings were down this week for the second straight week, although they were not down as badly as Raw. It averaged 2.481 million viewers, only down 12,000 from last week. So the first week in a long time, SmackDown finished outside of the top 10 in terms of total viewers on cable. Now, this sounds bad, and I'm not going to pretend like it's good, but for the fourth straight week, and keep in mind, this coincides with AJ Styles winning the title back from Jinder Mahal. SmackDown has been up in the year-over-year ratings. So basically, year-to-year, as in December 12th, 2017 versus December 12th, 2016, SmackDown has been up every single week since AJ won the title. So, it appears that Jinder as champion did hurt a little bit. I mean, obviously, it hasn't tanked the brand or anything like that. It's not, I mean, they're not going to go out of business, nothing crazy like that. But it does appear that AJ Styles as champion, even though viewership is down weekly, it is up year over year from when Jinder was the champion. So, this Sunday... When we do the Clash of the Champions show, if it ends up that Jinder wins the title back, maybe that's not exactly the best idea. I don't know what they're going to do on Sunday. I have no idea. I did think it was interesting on SmackDown. This is not talking about the the main event, but I guess it would be the semi-main event. Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. The Shane McMahon, Daniel Bryan special guest referees. If Owens and Zayn lose, they will be fired from all of WWE. I could be reading too much into this. 
I've done this before. I probably am here, but SmackDown was all about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn doing the yep movement. And they had their yep movement shirts and they had their yep movement uh, promos and they had the Occupy SmackDown deal. They're trying to get rid of Shane McMahon. Yep, 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 yep. The whole show is about yep. So at the end of the show, before the Kevin Owens versus Shinsuke Nakamura match, they have Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura in the ring. And they're being interviewed by Renee. Renee says, what do you think about this match coming up here on Sunday? And Randy Orton says some of the effect of, I don't like Kevin Owens. I don't like Sami Zayn. And I'm going to do the WWE Universe a favor and I'm going to get rid of these two idiots. And Renee then says, Shinsuke, do you have any comment on what the Viper Randy Orton just said? Shinsuke Nakamura smiled and he said, Yep. And everyone laughed and he smiled and they went on to have the match. I didn't think about it until yesterday on the Filthy Tom Lawler show, but he said, Yep. Now again, maybe I'm reading too much into this, but maybe Shinsuke Nakamura is going to join the yep movement. And that's why he said yep. Because when you think about it, they could do the big surprise. Everybody's expecting Shane McMahon's going to turn, Daniel Bryan's going to turn. What are they going to do? What if neither of them turn right now and Shinsuke Nakamura turns and she join- and he joins up with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? It's three-on-one versus Randy Orton. Obviously, Randy Orton would lose the match. The, I mean, Shane uh, would not be able to fire uh Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn because they would win the match and then this is even further speculation if Daniel Bryan could get cleared you could do Daniel Bryan versus Shinsuke Nakamura it all plays into the storyline so I don't know if anything is going to happen this is there's zero inside information regarding what I just said it's just what I pieced together from watching Smackdown and I'm probably reading too much into it as I normally do but I thought I would throw that out there because a potentially interesting scenario for that main event match. Since really, the finish that I thought they were going to do, which is Shane McMahon takes a bump, Daniel Bryan gets in there, he counts the pin for Owens and Sami Zayn, and you go off the air with people wondering, is he a good guy, is he a bad guy, what's going on here? They did that on SmackDown. So if they did that already on SmackDown, they're not doing it on the pay-per-view. they got to do something else. So this would certainly be something else. we got Orton and Nakamura versus Owens and Zayn. We got Usos versus New Day versus Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable versus Rusev and Aiden English. And by the way, if you watch SmackDown, did they or did they not say that you could only tag in your own partner? Because that doesn't make any sense here. We have Charlotte Flair versus Natalia. We have Corbin versus Rude versus Ziggler. AJ versus Jinder Mahal for the WWE title. And in the, I guess in the dark match, it's Zack Ryder versus Mojo Rawley. So that is your lineup for Clash of the Champions. We can talk more about that show after the break. Can be joined by Dave Meltzer as well, talking about the new stories in the current edition of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. That's coming up right after the break, so stick around. Wrestling Observer Live.
Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063, 800-957-6063, 800-957-6063. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hey, back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Dave Meltzer joining us here today. Newest issue of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter is available on the front page right now. So head up there and check that out. Dave, a couple of questions here. First off, when is award season beginning? Should be any time, right? Any time, yeah. Just a question of um, when I have space in the issue to put it in. This is essentially it, which may be this coming week. That's a busy weekend, though. Maybe the week after. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah. The week yeah, maybe the week after. Christmas week these days is not exactly the busiest week. The week right after Christmas, but the week coming into Christmas is actually gonna probably be a real slow news week, I think. Yeah. yeah. Coming out of Christmas it'll be a big week. 
So we had a question here. I don't know if you know the answer to this, but tonight, WWE tribute to the troops. This person wants to know if it's going to be airing in Canada. Do we know? I don't know. I would presume it would be, um, you know, but I don't, I don't know that. And also, last night on the show, you, you'd watch the first 15 minutes of the USA version of NXT. I didn't bother because I was watching it on the network. I figured it was going to be the same show. But you had mentioned that the, it looked really good. And I've got a person here that says the production was noticeably better on USA. I mean, did they do like a USA Network shoot for the USA Network? And they had like one group of cameras taping for NXT and another for USA? No, or what it's happened? Same, it's the same shoot that they always have. I think that it's just the fact that it's on TV. Maybe the resolution is better being on television than on the Internet. I don't know. The, I don't know. I felt the same way. You know, I was watching a big screen TV and it felt – I really – you know, and again, I still only watched about the first 18 minutes of the broadcast – but I thought that it was really well done in the sense that it it was done to bring viewers that don't normally watch it up to speed while at the same time not doing it so much that the regular viewers wouldn't wouldn't like know it. They were did some really good video packages. And um the the contrast to normal WWE, I mean the thing that when I watched it was I whether it's the announcing, which was was definitely part of it, and just the freshness of the characters, it felt so much better. I, I was more interested in it than when I watched Raw and SmackDown. I, I felt the presentation was was a lot better, and I think it was the announcing may have been the big difference to me in the sense that it's not normal WWE announcing, and it's better. And so maybe, um, but um, what I watched, I I was trying to watch it with, which is ridiculous, but I was trying to watch it with the idea of I have never watched NXT before. Um, I'm going to go in with a blank brain. What do I think? And it was like I don't know these wrestlers. But this is a fun show. Now, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show with you or if it was on this show with Mike, but is there a possibility that when, I mean, obviously the, the contract is coming due, there, there are going to be negotiations for a new contract. Is there a possibility that WWE can go to USA and say, listen, we're going to give you, we would like to give you two hours of Raw Monday, two hours of SmackDown Tuesday, and an hour of NXT in primetime on Wednesday so you'll still get your six hours of programming, but we're going to get rid of this three-hour uh, raw. Anything's negotiable, you know. Um, I mean, doesn't that seem like an overall better deal for all sides? Because you're getting rid of the third hour of raw. Well, you don't know. I mean, if the if the Wednesday show does bad ratings, it's not a good idea at all. And there's there may be the idea that that won't get the same type of ratings. Maybe it'll get good ratings. There's, you know, I guess the rating the rating probably when the rating comes out in an hour today. Um, we could probably discuss that more intelligently. I mean, if the rating is not good, then I would say that um, there's no chance of, that they would want to ditch a third hour of Raw that does, you know, even if it does 2.5 million viewers, if this rating is, let's say, under a million. If this rating is like 2.5 million, then all of a sudden it's like it's, it's a viable as hell idea, yeah. Well, I guess the other issue is, I mean, they promoted this, but I mean... They didn't, like, promote it for weeks. Like, if it were actually going to debut in a regular time slot and they put all of their promotional power no, behind and, and, it and, and that it sort of thing. Because they had to promote tribute to the troops as a bigger show anyway. Yeah, so it's kind of hard to take this number as, as an indication of what NXT would do on Wednesdays if it were there every Wednesday. But, I mean, it'll be something. So I guess we'll know in an hour. Yeah. So another one here. Remember we were talking about uh, Daniel Bryan and Byron Saxton's back and forth? Oh yeah, and was this Byron Saxon acting on his own? Was he playing the mouthpiece? Well, he's not acting on his own. Well, I mean, he may come up with some of this stupid stuff, but 
Remember the end of it that was, where that was pretty high high level stupidity. I don't think he came up with that on his own. So this is Vince McMahon and Daniel Bryan arguing, um, or an argument that they're tra- yeah yeah. I mean essentially, um, essentially an argument. I mean not really a Vince McMahon Daniel Bryan argument, but a Vince McMahon controlled argument. Yeah. Well, I mean Vince McMahon in Byron's ear and Daniel knowing that he's actually arguing with Vince and not Byron Saxton. I think the first half, yes. The second half, probably no. Okay. Well, the reason I ask is because the last thing that Brian said in that argument was when they're going back and forth, and Byron Saxton says, well, it wasn't in WWE, so it doesn't count or whatever. And then Brian's response, I I didn't write it down exactly what he said, but it was something to the effect of, don't even get me started on what does and does not count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought about it today, and I was like, this guy's probably talking about these test that he's taken right um i don't think so wouldn't that make sense though like he's i I think no i think he was i definitely when i was listening i mean you may be right but i was thinking when i heard it that he was referring to the idea that the idea that nothing counts outside of wwe which which you know considering um any wrestler who who you know i i mean i think that there's the i think that's one of the mentalities even even among you know there's some guys in WWE who will say nothing counts outside of WWE, and it's a way to dismiss everything. But then there's the other guys who don't think that way, and Brian's obviously one of them because he's very willing. He's made it very clear he's very willing to leave WWE and wrestle elsewhere for less money because in, to him it counts. I guess. I heard don't get me started on what does and doesn't count, and all I could think was, well, you're going to them with all these concussion or all of these, these brain scans or tests or whatever. That every other doctor says, you know, you're fine. Not every other doctor. It's still a split. It's still a split view. But then I mean, they tell him it doesn't count unless it's our doctor. Well, oh, oh, no, 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 no. Well, ultimately, their doctor's the one that's going to make the call one way or the other based on all this information. They didn't say that it doesn't count. I think it's just a question of you know what their doctor says, and you know, again, I mean, I, I'm, um, you know, who knows what motivates uh, Doctor Maroon? I I would like to believe, and I do believe, by the way, that he's he's acting in what he thinks is the best interest for the company, and and perhaps and for Brian as well. But Brian's view disagrees, and and Brian has the right to disagree on his own body, and they have you know, and and if they clear him, they clear him. You know, I mean, and is is it going to be? Is there political motivation in all these decisions? I don't believe for a second there's a political motivation to keep him not cleared. I know some people think that. I don't believe that. Um, would be there would there be a political um, thing in the sense of okay he's really going we know he's going we really don't want him to go let's clear him that I can't that I can't answer I mean it's it's that's, there's, it's wrestling it's possible I'd like to believe it's not but it's wrestling so it's possible I mean at the end of the day this doctor's job is on the line because if he clears Brian and something bad happens I mean that's on him and it's on the company not just not just the doctor it's on the whole company if something bad happens. Yeah, I mean it's like it's it's unforgivable because because they can't claim we didn't know. They had, yeah, I mean that's that's the thing and it's um in this in this world and and everything with a guy as high profile as him that I mean that's that's the that's the risk and there is, you know, there is that lawsuit out there. You know, I mean I don't know how much longer that lawsuit will be out there, but it's out there it's still out there now. Do you think are the chances he's going to wrestle with WWE again? Well, he says 15 to 20% and he knows better than me, so I'll say 15 to 20%. Wonder where he gets that number. Um, probably the same way I get. <laughs> I don't. 
I no, don't but this, know. this, I mean, this I, is I, his I don't, feelings. I don't know where he, he got that number from. So, <laughs> well, I mean, it wouldn't come from a doctor. It, w- it would come from, it, well. It's from his own intuition. That's what it is. It's his own intuition. He thinks it probably won't happen, but he is very much thinking that I can't say there's no chance it's going to happen because they may clear me. So that in his mind, in his mind today, it's 15 to 20%. Um, and there's also, he said, 20% chance that he'll get a bad, he'll, he'll convince himself that he shouldn't be doing it and he won't. And then the middle, which is 60 to 65%, is that he's going to wrestle on in the Indies uh, starting in October. And so he's been doing the hyperbaric chamber, I guess, on a very regular basis. What was it, 80, 80 times he's gone under? I don't know what the number is. I know the last I heard a number was 40, but that was months ago, so it could be, yeah. And and he feels he is he is better now than he's ever been. He feels that, yeah. Yeah, and and maybe he is, and maybe, you know, he's also not taking bumps and everything. There's just so much, you know, it's such a bad time. He said it himself, and I've said it many times, too. It's, it's a weird thing, because if this was 10 years ago, he would, he would be wrestling. There'd be no questions. He'd be wrestling. And if it's 10 years from now, whether he'd be wrestling or he wouldn't be wrestling, it would not be debatable, because we would have, we would have so many, we're going to have so much more knowledge in 5 to 10 years that it would be a yes or no. Right now we're in his opinion versus this opinion versus this opinion. We're in that foggy area, and we don't know. He doesn't know. The doctors don't know. It's all guesses and opinions, and he feels great, and um, he wants to wrestle. And so that's, where, that's his motivation right now is he, want, he wants to wrestle, and he feels great, and if they won't let him, he'll wrestle elsewhere. And if they do let him, you know, that's what he wants. You know, he wants to – I mean, I'm, I'm sure he'd prefer to wrestle in WWE than anywhere else. All right, one last question here very quickly. We've got about a minute. So if – I know I know, obviously this all started because you didn't believe that, that uh, ROH could do 10,000 fans. Do you believe that Daniel Bryan returning to wrestling, this entire show hinges on whether or not he can work that show? I think they're doing the show either way. Um, but obviously their chance of drawing a big crowd increases with, with him. Um, I think, you know, Bryan Danielson versus Kenny Omega – um, that would be my match. I know Cody Rhodes has talked about it. I would like to see Cody Rhodes against Matt Riddle. No one's actually asked me, but that would be the match I would like to see with a long buildup. Um, and Young Bucks against, um, you know, um, somebody with, with a long, long buildup and, you know, make it like a big, you know, you know, a show with a lot of stories going in. And, um, you know, again, will, will it draw 10,000? I mean, I don't know, but I, I think that that would be where, where my best shot would be. All right. We've got to do a break. Thanks so much, Dave. The new issue of The Observer, front page, WrestlingObserver.com. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. 
Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone as just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. No Mike Sempervivi. He'll be back tomorrow. You can go to the phones here in just a moment, 844-411-5411. Text messages, 425-780-7566. On my Twitter right now, links to the Whale Scout fundraiser. Watch the video and then scroll down to grab an autographed copy of Death of WCW. Also put up two links. We're doing auctions this year. We're auctioning off co-host slots for the Brian and Vinny show as we do every year. Also a TLM 103 mic that has been used on all of these radio shows. I say it's Vinny's mic, but I've used it. Craig's used it. Everybody's used it. It is a like new TLM 103. Sounds great. These links are all up on my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez. And your donation, 100% tax deductible for the co-host slots, the books, and the microphone. So check those out. And let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, what's up, Brian? Tim in Miami, attorney at law, allegedly. Yes, Tim. Lawyer. Uh, just a, no, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know where you got that from, but that's okay. A um, couple of things. I'm really intrigued by your uh, NXT idea. So I want to agree with something you said to Dave. I think uh, the rating from last night isn't going to mean a whole lot, and not just because of the promotion, but because people could still stream it on the network if they wanted. So I don't that's think that's true. going to say a lot. That's true. But I think it could still work even if they did it on Monday, because even though it would still be a three-hour block, it would be so much better paced, faster paced. It would make it would get rid of the things that we hate about Raw, like the 21-minute matches with three commercial breaks. 
I just think even on Monday, I think it would improve things uh, tremendously. Well, it might, but it's just weird to end Raw and then do another totally different show. I mean, it's a bad analogy. It's a bad analogy, but it's like 205 Live airing after SmackDown. I mean, so many people leave. I would have have NXT from 8 to 9. So it's kind of like the first hour of Nitro used to be for a lot of people, a little appetizer to kind of wet the palate before then you get to the... But, but here's here's the problem with that. Here's first. here's the potential problem with that. Potential problem is obviously Raw has the biggest stars, and yep. no matter how much you and I and everybody else likes NXT, it's not the big star show. And so, by if you put it at nine o'clock, you're giving the potential highest rated hour of Raw to a show that doesn't have all of the stars. And so, it's not going to do the numbers that the first hour of Raw did. And so the overall three-hour block is going to do less than it would do if Raw was airing from 9 to whatever, 9 to 11 or 9 to whatever, 8 to 11, the, the first hour. If you, if you unless, keep, if you keep Raw... Unless people tune into Raw. Well, maybe, but my, my theory, the reason I said Wednesday is the third hour of Raw is the lowest-rated hour, and it's airing from 10 to 11. So the the main block of Raw is running 8 to 10. The main block of SmackDown is running 8 to 10. Put NXT on Wednesday at 8. It's in prime time. It's going to do better numbers. I mean, theoretically, if you build it up and people get used to watching it, Wednesday at 8 should do better than Monday at 11, I think. Except I would... I would worry about having NXT as an island unto itself. I think if you put it before Raw, you'll have a lot of uh, you know Raw viewers uh, tuning into NXT who may not watch if NXT is by itself on a Wednesday, especially after watching two hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown. Now I'm going to go and watch an hour of the minor leagues. I think the beginning of the week, people are, are hungry for wrestling uh, on Monday more so than, than Wednesday. That's just my... My theory. Well, perhaps. I want to thank you very much for the call. we got to keep going here. But the other question, obviously, would be, and I don't think that this would make much of a difference at all, if you took NXT and you put it on the USA Network, is that going to hurt subscriptions to the WWE Network? Or, or is virtually everybody that buys the WWE Network there solely for the pay-per-views? I mean, a lot of people watch NXT. It's probably the second most watched thing on the WWE Network outside of the pay-per-views. But, I mean, all of that other ancillary programming that we talked about that was just a waste of time and money, they stopped producing it, and it has not hurt the WWE Network's uh, numbers substantially or at all. So, clearly, I mean, as much as people said, oh, you know, I love having Ride Along and this and that, I mean, statistically, looking at the numbers, nobody was buying the network for any of those shows. It appears they're buying it for the monthly pay-per-views. And so, would it hurt if you took NXT off the WWE Network and moved it to the USA Network? Would that be would that be something that would hurt WWE Network viewership? Or, if it did a little bit, let's say network viewership went down, I don't know, 5%. If network viewership went down 5%, but your Raw show was stronger, NXT was stronger, you didn't have the huge plunge in the third hour and people started watching the whole Raw show again, I mean, is that worth losing 
5 to 10% of your network viewership? To me, the answer is yes. Because having better Raw shows and SmackDown and NXT, I mean, driving viewers to get the pay-per-views on the WWE Network, in the long term, I think it's going to boost the network. But we don't know. To the phones, you're on the air. What's up? Hey, uh, this is in regards to the uh, Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega thing going on. I noticed kind of like in his in his press conferences, he's been kind of teasing a um, uh, thing with Don Callis as far as he said he's not, he'd never wrestle in the U.S. against Vince McMahon and that Kenny Omega, this will be his last match in Japan. Do you see uh, some kind of thing with them in TNA as far as bringing Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho or some of those bigger names in there now that Don Callis is there to mend the fences with uh, TNA and the, and the New Japan and Ring of Honor type situation? Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. Here's my thoughts on that. I think that with Don Callis running TNA, I think that if he can swing the deal, there's a very good chance that Kenny Omega would do some dates for TNA. Problem is, I do not think that Chris Jericho is going to do any dates for TNA. I think that Jericho is going to do this New Japan date, and I think that's largely going to be it. I mean, maybe if it's like a gigantic success, he'll agree to do another one, but I think that at the end of the day, he was on our show. I think at the end of the day, he's he's very, very loyal to Vince McMahon, and he flat out said, like, I've never even dreamed of, of doing anything else. Like, if I'm going to wrestle, I'm going to wrestle for the biggest promotion in the world, and that's it. And so... He's got a lot of other things that he does in his life. And to me, when he's got an open, like when his schedule is open and he's not touring, I mean, his idea is if I'm going to wrestle, it's going to be for WWE. Now, this whole thing came, this whole thing with Kenny Omega came about when Don Callis asked him, you know, what do you think about this idea? And he was intrigued by it. And he noted when talking to Vince McMahon, he agreed to do it before he talked to Vince McMahon. He's not under contract with WWE. He can do whatever he wants. But he said to Vince, I believe that this is the kind of match where I'm going to be a much, much bigger star after doing it. It's going. It will help WWE, me going and doing this match, and then eventually coming back to WWE. So I do not think he's ever going to TNA. I would be stunned if he ever went to TNA. Kenny Omega is another story. I mean, I do feel that that TNA and Ring of Honor would have to mend fences for Kenny Omega to be doing stuff for Impact because I think Kenny is loyal to New Japan and Ring of Honor. But he's also friends with Callus, so anything's possible. But I think, as I said, a much better chance of Omega doing TNA than Jericho. To the phones, you're on the air. What's up? Hey, how's it going, Brian? This is Ben in Los Angeles. I got a question for you regarding uh, Mark Cuban's backing of New Japan. Yes. Uh, do you do you think that this could potentially lead? Because since Mark Cuban owns an arena, do you think this could potentially lead to New Japan coming to the states and taking having a show take place at Mark Cuban's arena? Sure, absolutely. I mean, you got to remember when they when they first came to Long Beach last year. I mean, the idea was this is the beginning of a a a New Japan invasion of the U.S. And at the time, when they first announced they were coming to America, I mean, the idea was they were going to do more frequent shows than they ended up doing last year. They ended up doing the two shows, and that was it. And they announced one show this year. So they would love to be running more frequently. The original idea was a territory, like a West Coast territory. Like they'd be doing regular shows around the California area. Now, they haven't gotten that far yet, but... 
I mean, if Mark Cuban said, listen, you know, this thing's hot. I mean, I'll I'll give you the building for free. Just give us the rights to air this thing on access. I mean, I think that you got to look at, uh, I think, um, I think the Observer said that access television is one of two cable stations that actually saw an increase in the number of subscribers last year. One of two. And the hottest thing on access TV right now is New Japan, more so than the MMA or anything else. And so access is super behind New Japan. And obviously, if you look at like hot topic sales of Bullet Club merchandise, I mean, I remember I went into my jujitsu class. This was last year. And one of my buddies don't know anything about wrestling, never talked to me about wrestling in his life. All of a sudden just says, you ever watch that New Japan on Access? And I said, yeah. He said, man, it's awesome. I, I, I just love it. I watch it every week. Just a guy. He discovered it and he became a fan of it. And I think there are a lot of people. I mean, we don't have, they don't subscribe to Nielsen, Access TV. So, I mean, they have some set-top box deals where they can kind of find out how many people are watching. And so they have an idea for all of their shows. And I believe that New Japan is the most watched show on Access TV. But, I mean, it's a it's a big thing for Access. And I think it's helped the station grow. I think it's grown a lot of new fans. Obviously, the Hot Topic deal tells you it's grown a lot of new fans. So I think that uh, 2018, there's going to be a lot more going on with New Japan and Access TV. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's up? Hey, what's going on? Brian Moses from San Diego. What's happening? Real quick, I did want to agree with you. I think the whole Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho thing is legit taking New Japan to a whole nother level. I have a lot of friends that are casual WWE fans, have slowly turned hardcore New Japan fans, are buying their um, New Japan world and watching old matches stuff, you know, the old Kenny Omega and Okada matches, just trying to catch up on the hype. But my question to you is, with the rumor of EC3 and Bobby Lashley's contract coming to an end, do you see them heading back to WWE, possibly showing up in the Rumble if it's possible? Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I don't I don't know. Lashley, I mean, obviously they're both. It's possible for both of them. Uh, Lashley, I mean, for a while there, he was he was part of the biggest WrestleMania of all time. But I don't know. I never really heard, like, a lot of interest in Lashley from the WWE side. Like, people going, do you know when Lashley's contract is due or anything like that? I never really heard anything like that. And he, he's getting older. So, I mean, anything is possible. If you look at the Survivor Series um, main event, I mean, the average age in that match was older than Lashley. So, I mean, the age shouldn't hold him back, but you never know. And EC3, I mean, they didn't exactly leave on the best of terms. But it was another era. I mean, Bill DeMott's long gone. Uh, he's he's become a bigger star in TNA. I mean, I don't know if they would use the EC3 character, but because of what Impact Wrestling has done and given everybody the rights to their characters, I mean, he could come into WWE as EC3. He could do that. So, I mean, my gut tells me you probably won't see either of them at the Royal Rumble, but anything is possible. A couple of uh, text messages here before we go to the break. There's a ton of them. I apologize for not getting to all of these. Person thinks, I don't think putting NXT on USA would hurt the network. NXT is on Hulu, so I say give it a shot on TV. Maybe it would generate some interest in new viewers. That's one person who thinks it would not hurt 
the WWE Network. All right, back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're getting a lot more of this feedback on the show tomorrow. I apologize for not getting through most of these text messages, but a few more here before we go. Will USA lose ad revenue by airing NXT Wednesday night over the third hour of Raw on Monday night? It all depends. If they can build up the audience on Wednesday night, the Wednesday night NXT would be in prime time. And the third hour of Raw would be outside of primetime. 
So if the numbers are in any way comparable, it is possible that NXT on Wednesday would make as much or even maybe more in ad revenue in that particular hour. This person says, if Raw was reduced to two hours and NXT had its own day, what two-hour slot would you have Raw in? Eight to ten. Every show would start at eight. Raw would start at eight, SmackDown at eight, NXT at eight. Get everyone in the habit of starting at eight o'clock. Do you think the new TV deal, WWE may ask to get Raw and SmackDown in the network faster than the 30 days delay they gave right now? They can try, but it ain't going to happen. I mean, that's part of the whole television deal. I mean, they want you to watch it on television. They don't want you to have it on a week delay on the network or whatever. I mean, I can't imagine them going earlier than a month. I mean, WWE can ask, like, can we do it a week later? I mean, maybe they'd go for it, but I'm skeptical. And I wouldn't push my luck if I were WWE. Spurs says, what about NXT becoming a rerun for Thursdays one day later? Package it with 205 Live and make it a two-hour slot. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. And finally, this person says, I don't want NXT on USA if it means Vince is in control of it. Well, there is that as well. I mean, my idea would be, everything's the same, it just airs on USA. We're out of time, everybody. I want to thank you so much for listening here today. Thanks, Mike. You'll be back tomorrow. Everybody the studio, callers and listeners, make sure you check out my Twitter at Brian Alvarez. Information on how to get autographed, Death of WCWs, a TLM 103 mic, and co-host slots for the Brian and Vinny show, all 100% tax deductible. Thanks, everybody, in advance, and thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again after a while.